You need to have that person in your life who's watching out for you, but they have an impartial approach to you and aren't afraid to call you on your bullshit sometimes. Um, some call it therapy. Some call it coaching. I like the, the, the term coaching, and we've got a great coach with us every single day here to remind you of some of the simple things you may not be seeing as you try and achieve big goals, little goals, whether they're in your love life, personal life, business life. Welcome back. The Diva of Love. Hey, Susie. Hey, John. Um, I loved our conversation yesterday about why are you not achieving your goals? And, and like I said, those were great little reminders you gave us yesterday. And so today, um, in a roundabout kind of way, we're, we're kind of addressing that again, but going a little bit deeper too. This is living your past on repeat. Yes, kind of like that song that you play over and over and I over. don't do that. I leave that to FM radio stations to play the same <laughs> song over and over. All right. You know, like when you're sad and that song really hits you, right? Or you're really happy and a song really motivates you. Absolutely. Just keep playing it over and over again, you know? But in the same way, when traumatic events happen, we often relive those moments over and over and over and over again in our mind. It often really consumes us and we get into a hole that we can't climb out of, you know, hate, shame, fear, or any other emotion you're feeling takes over your power and control. Right. And letting go of those negative experiences is severing, I mean, severing the attachment that other people, places, or things have on you, taking that major step forward without looking back. So moving forward, not back. I'm here to tell you from personal experience that it's so worth making the effort to get to the other side of hurt where there's happiness and life. You can live your life even if you've had trauma. Making the decision to let go and move through the trauma, it doesn't negate it or discount it effects on its on your life. But what it does do is help you break free from that trauma. Uh, helps take away that power so from I, I, that. I heard on a podcast once somebody sort of say that they had like a sorry clock. Like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to be angry or upset or heartbroken or whatever negative emotion. I'm going to allow myself that emotion, but I'm setting a time limit to it. Which, you know, it, it sounds nice when you hear it. Um, you know, putting that into practice, of course, becomes much, much more difficult. But I think if you actually have that as a goal, you know, whether it's a time, you know, a specific hour or date or whatever else. Nope. Look, this is a goal that like we talked about yesterday. This is a goal that I've set and I've worked my way up to it. And today's the day where, nope, I'm just not going to allow myself to wallow in self-pity anymore. I'm picking myself up by the bootstraps and I move myself forward. How do you feel about that analogy? That sorry um, clock? I think for some things, yes. Uh, I believe like I know some people who are mourning a loss at the anniversary of the death of the person, sure. you know, they do something to remember them or, you know, they give themselves that time to, you know, feel bad. But I think it's still giving power to, as long as you're not giving power to the situation, like, okay, I'm going to be depressed about being single every Friday at two o'clock. And that's, <laughs> well, no, it doesn't. I'm like, going, I think no, no. I'm going to allow power. myself to be depressed about being single, but come Friday at two o'clock, I'm over it. I'm moving on. 
I'm hitting a yeah. patio. I'm going to be looking good, and I'm going to see you know what new adventures are out there waiting for me. Exactly, it's All how right. you word it, right? There you it's, go. It's your motivation behind it, your intention behind it, the intent. So if your intent is just like, let me get just out these feelings out of me, but I, for me, I try to encourage people too to to kind of have a positive outlet, like. If you're feeling that angst, that that really horrible feeling and, and upset, go for a walk, you know, do some activity, try and try and kind of get those jitters out um, that turn it kind of a positive experience um, instead of letting it. So as long as it's not taking over your power, I think um, it's OK to feel it, feel your feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I love but it. Feel your feelings. The power? where's the power, right? Do you hold the power or does that experience or that person that hurt you, the trauma, is that what's more powerful than you? You know, we end up maybe falling into the victim mindset and we don't want that, you know, to begin your path to healing, you really need to acknowledge what it is that's holding you back uh, from moving forward and reaching your goals. You know, I, I encourage people to write down a plan of action of how you'll work to let it go. It might mean getting help from others, like a therapist or those close to you. I mean, I suffered some traumas in my life and through work with others, it helped me um, get to a better place and learn how to, how to be more, look at it more positively. Like okay. with this thing that happened, I can either let it consume me or I can take it and help others. You know, I can use it to uplift me and, and you know, it, everybody's trauma is different. I'm not saying it's going to work for everyone, of course. but I think working with somebody is going to help you get to that place. of And that's, that's exactly what I you know started this conversation trying to, to articulate. You know, sometimes you don't see what you see and you need, yeah. you know, someone around you who's going to help you get through that fog that you're in. And look, it's right there. The very thing you're looking for is right there. And that's where great coaching comes in. And you're a great coach. Because yeah. your friends and family are great to talk to and vent to, but they usually enable us, right? Yes. Or they have their own agendas. So I think you need an impartial person, um, whether it's a therapist or coach, to help you. Like for me, I have a goal of getting back to my pre-baby uh, body and I tried doing it on my own or help with help from others but I decided like okay I need to work with a coach I need someone to help me sure and that's what I'm doing um in order to kind of achieve the best results because I tried doing it on my own and I couldn't because you need that person kind of to kick your butt sometimes right? well and because you've been able to articulate to them here is the end objective and there's someone who can then lay out the plan the business plan for you that's basically what you're hiring them for and they hold yeah. you to account yeah exactly. right? yes whereas friends and family are probably going to let you off the hook a little more often exactly in fact more often no than my not. husband if I say, okay, let's get fast food today or yeah. let's get, okay. <laughs> right. Like you're so bad. Like say no. <laughs> I know I live with an enabler too. All right. A post-it note for this fantastic conversation, Susie. And yes. I'm always grateful for these conversations. My past does not define me. 
Write it down, put it in front of you, and it'll remind you of this conversation. My past does not define me. All right, listen, you've got a great workbook available. You've got all kinds of articles, years and years and years worth of work. And uh, you put it out there uh, in the hopes that just, you know, a thing here and a thing there will will make a difference in somebody's life. Uh, you're basically paying this forward, and I appreciate it so much. But you're available for one-on-one coaching, too. How do people get in touch? DivaOfLove.com.